This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Father, there is none as holy as thou. This morning revival hour is before you. Come have your way. Draw your people unto yourself. Lord, I pray revive every life, revive every soul, revive every family. Thank you for bringing us to the revival week. We return the glory and honor. Thank you for what you did in the first service, in the second service, and the school children church. We ascribe <clears throat> all the glory to you. Thank you for strength. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for confirming your word with signs and wonder. This morning, we are persuaded that you are with us. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Turn your Bible with me. This morning, the Lord will be beginning a new series with us. Uh, in the last over one week, God took us through the series on seven abominations we must avoid. And uh, this morning, God is going to be opening our eyes to see another new thing. And my prayer is that, is that each of these words, they are, they are sent for a purpose. And the purposes will be accomplished in your life, in your home, in your family, and in the land, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, we're going to read, <clears throat> I'll read the book of Psalm chapter 85. Psalm 85 and Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 2. Psalm 85, verse 6. Will thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee? The Lord will revive you. Amen. The Lord will revive your family. Amen. The Lord will revive your marriage. Amen. The Lord will revive your husband. Amen. He will revive your wife. Amen. He will revive your children. Amen. He will revive all your brothers and sisters. Amen. He will revive your parents. It will revive your workplace. Amen. It will revive the land. <clears throat> it will revive the church. Amen. It will revive our homes. Amen. It will revive our neighborhood. Amen. It will revive the nation Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says, Will thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? Now, let's look at Habakkuk. Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 3, <clears throat> verse 2. Habakkuk chapter 2, chapter 3, verse 2. Amen. Oh Lord. Okay, go ahead. Oh Lord, I have heard thy speech, and I was afraid. Oh Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the year. In the midst of the year, make known in Lord, remember mercy. Amen. Amen. Brethren, um, before the law reveals that um, the annual revival should be done in June every year, I as an individual by God's grace, by the help of the Holy Ghost, I have not discovered Habakkuk chapter three, verse two, as it relates to the middle of the year. I'm going somewhere. Now, Habakkuk pray. Now, if you connect it to Psalm 85, also the psalmist prayed. So there's two, there's something that connects these two verses. One, it was a prayer, it was people who was praying, asking God to revive. Now, but Abacock went specific. It says, Oh Lord, I have heard thy speech and was afraid. Oh Lord, revive thy work. You are the work of God. So God will revive you. Amen. Your home is the work of God. What it means is that your life is the business of God. Your children is the business of God. Your marriage is the business of God. Your health is the business of God. 
your, your children, your family, your husband, everything is God's business. So then the, Abacock said, oh Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years. So we are in the midst of the year. June is the middle of the year, June, June and July is the mid of the year. So that means this is the right time for us to be revived. I said, this is the right time. Amen. I said, this is the right time. Amen. This is the time for revival. Amen. Amen. Now he said, in the midst of, and in the midst of the years, make known. God will make his way known. Amen. His power will be made known. Amen. In our midst as we begin the revival tomorrow, Amen. in the name of Jesus. In wrath, remember mercy. This morning, we are looking at the topic the blessings of revival. The blessing of revival. The blessing of revival. And by the grace of God, this will be our running team for this week. The blessings of revival. So we're going to look at one of the blessings. But first, let us understand some things about revival. Now, revival is from the word revive. When we talk about revival, we are saying to be revived something to bring something back to life. That means to bring back to life, to resuscitate something that is dead or something that is not performing based on the former estate, the way it was designed. So the word revival is from the word revive, to revive something, to bring back to life. It means to awaken a person to its former states. And so, the psalmist cried, Prophet Habakkuk cried, revive us. We don't know revive us again that the people may rejoice in thee. Habakkuk prayed, he said, revive us. Revive, we don't know revive that work. We are the work of the living God. Now, revival is a spiritual awakening. Is a spiritual awakening. You see, when people sleep spiritually, then everything else begins to slumber. When people sleep spiritually, if, uh, for instance, husband and wife are sleeping spiritually, they can't discern what the devil is about to do with the life of their children because they are sleeping spiritually. So, so revival is meant to open spiritual eyes. Revival is ordained by God to awaken people from their slumber. Now, when a youth is sleeping spiritually, he cannot de 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 deceive what the enemy is planning. So, but then when you when revival, when you attend revival, when the Lord revive you and I, then our eyes will, is open. The Lord will open your eyes. The Lord will open your eyes. Now you are going to pray. You are going to say, Father, awaken me spiritually. Let, help me to be alert in the spirit. Open your mouth and begin to make that your prayer. Father, awaken me. Awaken me internally. Awaken me physically. Awaken me in all areas of my life. Help me to be alert to the things of the spirit. Help me to, uh, to be told to, that my spirit is toned with the spirit of the living God. In the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. So now, so proper is a revival. Revival is a spiritual awakening inspired by the Holy Ghost for the purpose of restoring people and the land back to God. 
That is the simple meaning of revival. A revival is a spiritual awakening, uh, you know, program, initiative, move, inspired by the Holy Ghost. Why? For the purpose of restoring the people and the land back to God. That is the main objective of any revive, revival that is inspired by the Holy Ghost. That means God wants to restore you. That is what it means. God wants to restore you back to your former estate. God wants to take you to higher level. God wants to restore that which the enemy has stolen from you. God wants to restore that which the enemy has taken from your household. God wants to restore that which the enemy has stolen from the church. Now, everybody needs revival. Every home needs revival. Every nation needs revival. Every community needs revival. And my prayer this morning, the fire of this revival will spread across the nations. It will spread from, it will enter every neighborhood, all the communities, all the, the, the in our city, our province, all the other provinces, the entire nation, North America, all over the world in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, revival, for revival to actually take place, revival begin first with a person. Revival is not first a family, a community, a church, a nation thing. It usually begin with just one person. So as much as we love our family, as much as you love your family, God want them revived, you want them revived, but yes. But God is very particular about me first because it is what I have, I can give. God is very particular about you first because it is what you have, you can give. So what that literally means is, if I am revived, then it spread to my household. If my wife is revived, it also affects me and my and our children. If you are revived, it affects your husband, your wife, your children, your colleagues. So it's a personal thing first. God begin with individual. So it's not about the community first. It is about individual. So revival is first a personal encounter with God. And I want you to note that down. Revival is first a personal encounter, personal experience with God. Now, before it becomes a family revival, before it becomes a church revival, before it becomes a community revival, before it becomes a citywide revival, before it becomes a nationwide revival, and before we become a global revival. It's like a small spark of fire. Like we saw what um, the Spirit of the Lord inspired um, Samson to do. He caught 300 foxes and he joined them tail by tail. As he joined them tail by tail, he set fire and the fire penetrated through each of the foxes and entered into the Philistines' uh, farm and destroyed all their crops. That is the way revival starts. It starts with one foxes. That person is you. That person is me. I said the revival is beginning with you. I said it's beginning with you. In the name of Jesus. Brethren, if we go, you know, there are many biblical examples. 
Revival did not start uh, from the day of Pentecost. It has been right from the beginning because God desired to restore man back to himself. Now, one that we know quickly, we will not quickly forget is the God desired revival for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah. But unfortunately, despite all the effort of God to revive Sodom and Gomorrah, their case will not, could not be salvaged. Your case will be salvaged by God in the name of Jesus. Amen. That means this year's revival will turn everything around for your good. Mm-hmm. That means this year's revival will become your mountain of turnaround mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. Because when God is calling us to return back to him, it means he has something in stock for us. If God is calling me to come to him, it means that he has something great for me. If God is asking your family to return back to him, it means there's something important that he has for you and your household. So revival is first a personal experience, very important and noted. So the question is, have you caught the fire of revival? Are you, are you a revived person? Maybe that's the question we need to ask ourselves. Am I revived? That's the question I need to ask myself. If we can honestly answer that question as individual, then the revival has started. If you assess your life, what is it that has been revived? What is it that has been revived in your life? That's the question. Very, very important. But you don't need to give me answer. You answer that question between yourself and the almighty God. Is your prayer life revived? Is your marriage revived? Has hearing the word of God changed anything in you at all? So revival is first of a personal thing before it becomes a family and every other thing. Now, the primary goal of any God or day reviver is to restore and to bring about salvation of soul back to God. The primary goal is for restoration and also salvation of soul. And that's why I want to employ you, even as we still go out today to share the remaining revival flyer, if you have not participated in the evangelism, you have opportunity to invest in the kingdom of God with your time, with the words of your mouth, by simply taking flyers and just handing it to people, tell them we have a revival starting tomorrow. God wants to restore you and your family back to him. You have been far away. God has blessing in store. God has you know glorious things in store. That's the message you should tell people that there is hope, and that hope is in Jesus Christ. So now if we look at, in the Old Testament, if we take the case of the land of Nineveh in the book of uh, uh, Jonah, the land of Nineveh, the land of Nineveh was also another great city like Sodom and Gomorrah that God had wanted to revive. So for the land of Nineveh, God sent a man, and the man's name was Jonah. Now, we don't have time to read that now, but we might read that subsequently. 
but just as a way of introducing this, that Jonah, God, tell him, God told him, I mean, go to Nineveh. For some reason, maybe personal, family, pressure, whatever thing in his life, the Bible didn't give us much detail. But this man refused. He refused. Because God had wanted to restore the people back, but he needed to send a man. Can you see? So revival started. So Jonah needs to be revived. Until Jonah was revived, nothing was done. So Jonah had, you know, he was running from God and he had to Tarshish and went down to Joppa and brought trouble along the way of people. I pray for you as you take buses today. Anyone earmarked for death or any vehicle earmarked, your family, you will not enter it. No one, you will not enter, you will not travel with anyone that is marked for destruction in the mighty name of Jesus. It will only be good news. And if you step to a place, if you step to a place because of the hand of God over your life, evil will be averted. Amen. We were told about the great man of God, the late uh, Billy Graham, how he was boarded in a plane. We know him to be a simple man, easygoing, humble, and doesn't live flamboyant like, just a you know, simple man of God. We thank God for his life. Now, uh, we were told that uh, he was sitting in one corner of the plane and, uh, and uh, it looks like there was some turbulence in the air. And as the story was told, that as they announced that everybody should be calm, then here's a man who's a, a drunkard, the man who was even drinking inside plane. And that when he looked and looked and he sighted the face of Billy Graham, he said, ah, he said, everybody's mind should be at rest. That because uh, somebody inside this plane, that the plane will not crash. And they say, who's the person? They say, Billy Graham. So many people didn't know him, but he knows him. And of the truth, we were told that that plane did not crash. Why? Because there's a man that was revived inside the plane. So even if perhaps you step into a place where evil has been earmarked, because you step into that place, that evil is canceled. Accident canceled. Air mishap canceled. Bloodshed canceled. Evil manipulation canceled. Oppression canceled. Destruction canceled. Why? Because you have been revived. So now you are going to pray. You are going to say, Father, revive me. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. Father, revive me. Revive me. Revival is a personal thing. It's a personal experience. Revive me and my household. Revive me, Lord. 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 For in Jesus' name, we are praying. The blessings of revival. Now, another example. You take biblical example and in a contemporary example was also the revival we saw in the Act of, Act of Apostle chapter two. How the Holy Ghost invaded the upper room, but 120 of them, they then fire, something just appeared like a cloven tongue of fire. It's like small, small fire falling down from heaven and rested on each one of them. And then they were set ablaze for Jesus. They first summoned 3000 souls. 
in the case of when Jonah finally was revived and he agreed with God's plan and he went, he said, 40 days, 40 days, Nineveh will be overthrown. And the people heard it. They brought the news to the king. Everybody repented. The animal, no food, children, no food, suckling, no food. They all repented and God changed his mind and restored the land back. All the land was saved through one man. My, I am confident that through you and I, this nation will be saved. This city will be saved. Maybe you don't have faith enough to say amen. But I am confident that this nation will be saved. God has done it before. God saved the entire land of Nineveh through Jonah, through the, the message of, revi of revival. Through Jonah. God can do it again. How about Israel? And so there was revival in the heart of apostles. 3,000 so were added. Another, another, another part after, after that for someone. Remember what happened in chapter three. The man, there was miracle, signs and wonder. Miracle will begin to happen Amen. like now. Miracle will become a daily thing in our midst. Why? Because we have trusted God for power. What the apostle experience, we are going to begin to experience it in the mighty name of Jesus. So miracles, every, there are many, after 3,000 so, 5,000 so. The Bible then say multitude. After that, the entire city. No, the entire city and then multitude. Can you see that progression? 3,000, 5,000, uh, almost the whole city and multitude were added to the church. That is, the, that is the work of revival. And the Holy Ghost is the person behind all of this. And finally, in our contemporary days, our father and the lost share yesterday while listening to the Sunday broadcast, Pastor E. Adeboye. He said that they were going to a place to plant a church in somewhere, maybe in the southeastern part or in the river run area of Nigeria. And so the only means to get there was through boats. And so he called some brother, okay, we are going to plant church, we are going to commission, let's go. And that, uh, so they had news before they embarked on this, on this boat, the journey on water. They had news that some boat capsized. Your own boat will not capsize. Amen. I say your own boat, my own boat will not capsize. Amen. If other people's boat capsize, we don't pray for it, but your own will be an exception. Amen. Your own will be an exception Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, and that uh, some of the brethren said, ah, Daddy, we were told some boat caps capsized. Are we still going? And Daddy said, We are going. And uh, one of the brethren said, Sir, can I enter your own boat? <laughs> he said, Sir, can I travel with you? Daddy said, Okay, that's fine. We can go together. So, what that brother was saying is that for as long as I'm in Daddy Gio's boats, <laughs> no boat miss out. Can you see? The same thing somebody said, why on the air, a drunkard about Billy Graham, he said about Daddy Gio. They went, they did the commissioning, everything, their boat did not capsize. Brethren, have you been revived? That is my, if you are revived, it affects everything around your life. Now, from that Psalm 85, one thing we could see that was the primary, one of the blessings of revival is rejoicing. Rejoicing. He said, without no revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee. When a man is revived, he's happy. When a woman is revived, she's happy. When a family is revived, they are happy. When a city is revived, there will be joy. Samaria was filled with joy when Philip, Philip, you know, visited the land. Rejoicing. You will rejoice in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. You will rejoice in the name of Jesus. Now, 
we are going to pray. You are going to say, Father, thank you for sending your word unto me. Open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus. Rejoicing, 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 rejoicing. Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are free. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are free. Now you are going to unmute your device as we pray this prayer. You are going to say, Father, as we enter, as we enter the revival week, let every good thing that comes with this year revival have expression in my life and in my family. Open your mouth and pray. As we enter the revival week, let every good thing that comes with this year revival begin with me first. Me, me, me. In the name of Jesus. Let it begin with me. If I'm revived, my household is revived. If you are revived, your household is revived. Let every good thing that comes with this year revival have expression in this place, Lord, I pray everything that you are said to do, for in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Next, leaving your devices on, you are going to say, Sound of rejoicing. Sound of rejoicing is my portion. Is my portion. As we begin the revival, open your mouth and pray. Sound of Rejoice. <laughs> We are going to lift up your voice and say, This year, revival. This year, turn around in Jesus' name. Everything will turn around for my goal. Go ahead and watch and pray. You are like you are coming to Jesus. It's like you are bringing your family to Shiloh. Elkana, show us example. Elkana, show us example. Elkana will take his wife, Elkana, and the other wife and take all of them, all his household. They are starved. Oh, yeah, it's time. It's time for Shiloh. It's time for Shiloh. It's time for Shiloh. It's time for Shiloh. Get ready. Okay, let's go and meet with God. And they appear before God. And then God met with Anna. Pray and say, Father, this, uh, this revival is my mountain of turn around. It's my mountain of change of story. My, the story of my family must change for good. The story of my family must change for good. The story of my extended family must change for good. Your story must change career-wise. The story of your children must change for good. The story of your husband, your wife must change for good. They pray and say, Father, make this revival my mountain of turn around. For in Jesus, my name, we are free. 
Amen. In the most powerful name, we are praying. Ask the Lord what you want the Lord to do. You can mute your device as you go out today. This Monday, what are you expecting from God? You've heard the word of the Lord. Go and apply it now. What do you want him to do? If you are not saved, you need to be revived before you can begin to enjoy the blessing. One of the blessings is rejoicing. Anyone that is revived, they enjoy, they are ever joyful because God has restored them. So if you are not saved, I want you to accept Jesus this morning. Make him your Lord and Savior and ask him and say, Lord Jesus, save my soul. Write my name in the book of life. Cleanse me from everything. As I go out today, revive me. Revive me. Keep me in you to the end. Lord, I pray as many who may have prayed this prayer, please, Lord, restore them. Let it be well with them. Let the revival begin with them. Thank you, Jesus, for answer prayer. Ancient of days, we adore you. Thank you for your word, which you have brought unto us. Opening our eyes to see that revival comes with great blessings. And you have opened our eyes to see this morning that rejoicing is one out of many blessings that comes with revival. Jesus, I pray for all your children that are here with connected to their family, representing their family all over the world. From the, everyone represented, I decree in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, only sound of rejoicing Amen. is permitted in your home, Amen. is permitted in your life, Amen. is permitted in life of your husband, Amen. is permitted in life of your wife, is permitted in life of your children, is permitted in life of your parents, is permitted in life of your siblings, is permitted in your home, in your businesses, in your career, over your health, in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. This year's revival will be a mountain of turnaround. Thank you, ancient of days, for in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.